0: Welcome to the Talent Brand Podcast by Talent Brand Alliance. My name is Will Staney. I'm the CEO at Proactive Talent and co-founder of the Talent Brand Alliance with my fellow co-founder. Hey there, this is Brian,
1: Director of Employer Brand at Indeed and co-founder of the Talent Brand Alliance.
0: Now, the Talent Brand Alliance is a community for recruitment marketing and employer branding professionals who want to connect with and learn from their peers both online and offline.
1: We're here to talk and learn about all things recruitment marketing, talent brand building and talent brand technology with the employee experience storytellers that do this every day.
0: You ready? Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the Talent Brand Podcast. Brian, you getting any sleep lately, buddy? Um,
1: I, I'm getting a little bit of sleep. Uh, it's about every 45 to, uh, to, to 53 minutes. Um, <laughs> I'm getting some, some sleep when I pass out in the
0: chair as I'm holding my newborn son. Well, I know something's going to wake you up. Uh, we get to talk to Shelby, uh, Berghart. Is that how we say it? How we say
2: it? Yep. Berghart. Perfect.
0: Nailed it. <laughs> uh, Shelby was at, uh, the last talent brand summit. Uh, She is on the employer brand team at Stryker and is here to give us a little bit about her career journey Uh, So Shelby tell us a little something about yourself. What do you do over there at Stryker?
2: Yeah, so I joined Stryker in November. So just about uh, six months ago Um, And it's been a great journey so far. Um, So I manage their employer brand for the America specifically Um, So right now we are currently building out our team globally. Um, We actually just hired someone for Europe. um, So she'll be managing EMEA and then we'll ultimately be looking to expand our team in APAC as well Um, right now. Sorry. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. So that's awesome. It's been, it's been great seeing, uh, seeing your team grow uh, in that way. Tell us a little bit about striker itself as, as a company and, you know, and, and what, what you guys do there.
2: So Stryker is one of the world's leading medical technology organizations. So if you have ever, hopefully not, but uh, been in the hospital and have seen Stryker beds or um, the cots, they really do medical device and it goes beyond that. But, um, you know, I'm really passionate about working for them because they are actually making an impact in people's lives. And, you know, we get to hear internally a lot of our customer stories that are super inspiring and it's great to be a part of an organization like that.
1: I think that's really cool i actually did see the striker logo when i was in the hospital but i was in the hospital for a very good reason so yeah i, I saw the name and i was like i was like that's striker okay awesome now really looking looking forward to to digging in a little bit we met you in person at um at the talent brand summit and really just kind of figuring out your your path um what, you know you're working on a whole bunch of different types of projects you've had a little bit of um, of experience with a, a few different companies in the employer brand space. How did you really get into it? What did what was what was your your path? Tell us about that.
2: When I had graduated from college, um, like most seniors in college, I had no idea what I wanted to do, um, and unfortunately, it was actually around the time of the financial crisis, so I didn't have a lot of options. <laughs> um, so. I was able to actually join a startup local to Boston um, with just about 10 employees, and I jumped into a sales and marketing role. Um, And after about a year, I realized that I like the people aspect of sales, but I didn't like the feeling of having to push someone to buy something, Um, but I loved the creative aspect of marketing. Um, So I stayed with that um, startup for about three years. And there were a lot of different things that were happening. Um, And then I went into another startup, which was a whole lot of fun, um, doing something very similar. Uh, It was actually, I don't know if you're fans of The Walking Dead, um, when obstacle course races were very popular and we had actually created an obstacle course race based on the show. And just about six months after, yeah, a lot of fun. Um, I I totally do that. (laughs) (laughs) So i had never actually seen the show. Um, but I was able to, you know, travel around the U S and put on these really fun shows. And, um, if you are a fan of the show, I think people are really passionate about zombies. So, um, not only could you race through the course, um, as a survivor, but you could also get your makeup done and be a zombie and kind of stock the course for. Oh them. my gosh.
0: That is so fun. I want to do that right now.
2: Yeah. so, so that's amazing, tell, tell us amazing. about your
1: onboarding for that. Day. How much did the show did they make you watch or for your onboarding?
2: Okay, between us, between us, I have still never seen an episode. Like no way! <laughs> oh
1: my goodness! Just between <laughs> us and the 483 people who are listening to this podcast, we won't tell anybody else.
2: Exactly. <laughs> so it actually ended up being sold um, to AMC. Um, That's cool. Which is a great again, a great experience. Um, and I kind of had a feeling that things were happening. So um, it was actually just a short six months with them. Um, but probably one of from a fun standpoint, it was it was a lot of fun and a great experience. Um, so I was kind of at that point a little bit tired of jumping around and worrying about stability from a startup standpoint. And I really wanted something solid that I could grow, you know, where I could grow and learn. Um, again, with a entry-level sales experience, again, I wanted to get out of that space, but I loved the people side. Um, and so I had just started connecting with, you know, my friends in the city in Boston, seeing where they worked. And I came across a friend who had worked for Reuters, um, or was actually NASDAQ at the time that Thomson Reuters owned them, um, and, you know, started chit-chatting. And I ended up looking for jobs on their site. And I came across a recruitment marketing, I think it was called a recruitment marketing or talent brand specialist role. And it just seemed like the, I'd never heard of it, but it seemed like the perfect combination of the things that I love. So the people aspect within HR, but also the creative aspect within marketing. Um, So fast forward, ended up getting the job. And at the time, my manager um, was about to actually go out on maternity leave. So I was now the recruitment marketing specialist for a global company of 60,000 employees and my team was a team of two and my manager was about to leave (laughs) for four months maternity leave. And at the time I was terrified, you know, wanted to make obviously a good first impression. But when I look back, it was the best thing that could have ever happened because I had to just dive in. I had to learn what recruitment marketing was. I had to figure it out and I just became super passionate about it, continued to grow throughout Thomson Reuters. And then most recently in November, um, Thomson Reuters is going through a bit of a a shift. They actually sold um, half of their business and half of their employees went with it. So went from about 60,000 when I first started to just about 24,000. And so I, I was just starting to look. I wanted to find something that was going to be a good fit. Again, loved my job, was super passionate about it and wanted that at a company that I was passionate about. Um, so I wasn't going to leave unless it was something that was a perfect fit. Um, and that's when Striker came along. And for those of you who I know you guys are, you know, Tenille folk, um, she's amazing. Um, she's my manager now. And again, here we are six months in. It's It's been an incredible journey.
0: Yeah, it's been awesome seeing, you know, I remember, you know, chatting with Tenille uh, maybe a year or two ago when she, it was just her you know, sort of building this program and, and launching this EVP for the first time. And it's been really cool seeing not only her grow the team, but grow the team with some really experienced and great, great talent like yourself. Because um, I'll tell you what, it, as someone who owns a consulting business who hires employer branders and, and is, there there aren't a lot of them out there, we're starting to see that there are more through Talent Brand Alliance, but... Um, uh, that's been super cool. Something that you mentioned that really caught my 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 ear here. you said you dove in and you just started learning. like what were some of the ways that you, as a brand new you know employer brand person being thrown into this role, what are some of the ways that you that you learned? <laughs>
1: We interrupt this podcast for a special message. The Talent Brand Summit is coming up in London this October 15th through the 17th. If you're in employer branding or recruitment marketing, come connect with and learn from your peers in the employer branding space. There are only 100 spots, so make sure to grab yours at talentbrand.org slash summit. Again, talentbrand.org slash summit. And we'll see you in London. Now back to the show.
2: Great question. So I really jumped in. Google, what is recruitment marketing? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, um, that's one way <laughs> to do it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I honestly, I attended a lot of webinars um, to start. So um, I joined um, newsletters. So whether that's ERE or CEB, I accessed as many um, resources as, as I could online, whether it was LinkedIn learning or leveraging the internal tools at Thomson Reuters at the time. Um, and I will reference the um, employer branding for dummies book.
0: Lars um, yeah. Schmidt, right? Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yep. Um, incredible resource. I actually I have a copy on my desk and I just leave it out because I do reference it here and there for ideas. And um you know, again, one of the amazing things about the space that we're in is I can take a look at another company and see what they're doing. And then I can turn that into my own thing, which, you know, then sparks other ideas. Um, so yeah, just leveraging what exists. There are so many resources out there. Um, and it's again, once you fall in love with it and you just want to learn more and more as much as you can, it just becomes an easy
0: easy thing to do. Yeah. And I think as, as more people get into this, into this sort of niche profession too, you have things come up like talent brand Alliance, where now you you have this whole community of people to learn from who are actually doing it too and trying to figure it out and sharing resources. So um, that's awesome. I hope, I hope that, that talent brand Alliance is and, and, and the summit event you attended last year is, is helping uh, with your continued learning as well. So
1: what kind of, I'm, I'm interested to know, like what kind of project, what was one of your first projects that you had to sink your teeth into um, I know you you had to dig in and you, you were getting your information all over the place, but what's what's one of the things that you tackled?
2: The biggest thing um, was I had noticed that a lot of companies had started leveraging, obviously, a company hashtag. And at the time, Thompson Reuters didn't have one. And so I was trying to figure out a way um, that we could also do that. But again, being new to the team, I was sort of afraid to present that idea. Um, And it was, it shot down a few times just because the concern around, well, we don't really want to, you know, what if someone says something on social media that, you know, we don't want them to say, or, um, you know, just representing the brand in a a poor way. That
0: typical fear. yeah. (laughs) Of course. And
2: I mean, after having conversations, you know, it's. know people are going to say what they're going to say regardless and it's almost a way to say hey at least we have an eye on it and we can see if there's something going on that we can actually you know turn internally and and focus on um and slowly the company started understanding i said you know what just give me seven people and i actually picked seven entry-level employees who are around the globe and who are already active on social media and we just, I just said, give me a month to pilot it. And we piloted it and it kind of took off. And then from there, you know, five, well now, seven years later, it's, I, I, there are tens of thousands of posts out there using the company hashtag. It's a lot of fun to kind of see it grow. And now, you know, when I was attending company meetings internally, you know, they would have on their slides, like hashtag working at TR. And I'm like, oh, that's my baby <laughs> so uh- passionate about that. So.
0: I identify with that. Yeah, yeah. It, li- it lives on,
1: and and it becomes bigger. It becomes this organic thing that the employees end up owning. Like you start it, but they end up adopting it and making it what they want it to be, which is which is always always amazing. Um, and but yeah, that risk that risk is something that a lot of companies have. They have that fear of of hey, there's something out there that we can't control, and that's assuming that hey, we're already in control of everything that we're aware of.
0: Th- this is especially um true at really highly regulated industries like pharmaceutical or medical device or finance or, or financial or, industry. Or
1: media, news, like the, 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 yeah. the folks who are used to controlling the message.
0: Yep. Well awesome. Tell tell us shelby like who is somebody in the in, in the talent brand space right now that you kinda you, you follow or, or learn from somebody that you, you know, that you that that inspires some of the work that you do.
2: I believe HubSpot to me um, they are doing amazing things. Um they're actually based here in Boston. And they've been you know I've kind of been I actually leveraged their tool when I first started in my first job. Um and so I know that they've been growing rapidly and it's been a lot of fun to see them grow and I actually um reached out to Hannah who runs that team and she and I met for coffee. Um a few weeks ago just to you know connect and talk about all things in player branding and it was a lot of fun to get to know her and learn more about her team and the things that they're working on and I, I just again their Instagram stories are engaging and they're fun um, and you know their careers blog is something that has inspired me to start that not only at Thomson Reuters but also now here at striker um, so I really I you know I really love what what Hannah and the team are doing there
0: that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I've just been as a business owner following them quite a bit and am going to be implementing that at, at my company this summer. And, and the product is phenomenal. It's really becoming sort of the marketing platform and CRM for, for mid sized uh, companies. Like, watch out, you know, uh, 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 Salesforce, uh, HubSpot's coming. Uh, it's pretty cool. And the fact, and knowing that they, they really highlight their employees and do a great job of employee renting kind of makes me love them a little bit more. <laughs> so,
2: And then I actually met Hannah over at her office. And so, you know, it is fun to see, I work from home now that I'm with striker, but it's fun to see, you know, just the community in the atmosphere where, you know, they have napping pods and unlimited cold brew and beer taps and things like that. So it's just a fun environment to be a part of.
0: Typical SaaS tech company right there though. I mean, that's pretty, it's pretty awesome. Some of the perks, uh, as someone who grew up in tech, I, I tell you it, it, it is pretty nice. It is pretty nice.
1: Uh, yeah, I've, I've had the cold brew, the cold brew and, uh, and, the, uh, and the frosty, you know, Beer brew has been that's something that I've enjoyed uh, the last last few companies that I worked at for sure.
0: Uppers and downers, uppers and whatever, downers, whatever you need, Just we got them. We Here got it need. all.
1: <laughs> uppers and downers, and um, your standing desk can go up and down. So like which, whatever you need. Um, so what what's something that most people don't know about you, Shelby?
2: So I am actually getting married in a week. Congratulations! So, wow. Thank you. Yeah, a lot of people actually don't know. Um, but yeah, so between that and uh, I when I was with Thomson Reuters, I was able to go to London for three months and work out of their office as well, which was an incredible experience. London, I mean, I travel a decent amount and London is just one of my favorite cities in the world. So being able to, you know, I just asked if I could go over for a little bit and they said, sure. So I went over and worked from our office down in Canary Wharf and just absolutely loved it. It was I was sad to come home, but when I did come home they told me I could go move there if I wanted to.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Speaking of London, you know, we're we're having the next Talent Brand Summit in London in October. Would love to have you uh come there and and share some of that experience and maybe be our 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 European American translator. You know, you <laughs> you've lived there now 3 months, you know, you could you could kind of you know, talk a little bit about what, what you knew, uh, living and working in, in, in London versus, uh, doing an employer brand in the U.S. I think that'd be really cool.
2: Yeah, that's amazing actually. And we have our new, um, marketing recruitment marketing manager starting over there as well. So. Oh, that's right. Definitely yeah.
0: send them, um, then, then we'll. I want to go though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure we can talk. We, we could be t- like I was Daniel totally a it. guest
1: on the podcast. I should be there. That's I it. should, I should be there because you know you need um, additional repre- U.S. representation.
0: You hear uh, that, like. Tenille? You hear that, Tenille? <laughs> Shelby to London. Uh Bring yourself too, because Tenille is fun. Uh And uh no, that's great. Any advice that you would give somebody, or, or heck, what? What advice would you have given yourself? You know, transitioning from that sales. Marketing background in into employer branding uh, those years ago.
2: So I think the biggest thing again, I mentioned I was sort of forced to do it, but you know, looking online, looking up resources, and the biggest thing again, I know you guys are doing this, which is great, is just building the community. Um, Here in Boston, we actually have there's about 25 of us um, who manage employer brand for various companies of all sizes, whether it's startups or Fortune 500. Um, and we actually meet quarterly, and it's just a three hour chat where we sit around. We don't. There's no formal agenda, but you know, someone will start with a topic and, you know, three hours later we've had, you know, a wide variety of different things that we've talked about. And it's just, it's a great community and people are, are very willing to help, which I feel like I haven't seen in any other industry. Um, you know, I talk to people all the time. I'm like, Hey, have you used this vendor? What are your thoughts? Or, um, you know, you know, I'm trying to get a careers blog off the ground. What did you do to get yours? Like people are really willing to share. Um, and I think, you know, I've had a lot of interns, um, and who have not never been a part of recruitment marketing. And so for them to come in and that's what I share with them, like go to these events, uh, you know, talk to people and not only helping yourself from a networking perspective, but you're getting all these different ideas um, that will uh-huh. help grow your and, own brand as well. And, you
0: know, you could totally take that group of you all that are meeting in Boston and formalize it through and make it a, a talent brand alliance chapter. That way we can support you, promote you, help you attract other folks in, into those meetings. Let's definitely take it offline and, and talk about that. That's pretty awesome that you've already organically been doing that. That's great.
2: Yeah, we started that a few years ago. Um, It was myself and um, she was at Citizens Bank at the time, but I know there are a handful of us who actually were at the Talent Brand Alliance. So we never have formalized it, but yeah, in a way. Um So yeah, yeah. that'd be great.
0: Well, reach out to Derek or of, of course me or Brian, and we'd be happy to help and support y'all in, in that, however we can. Yeah, That's I, was great. Just, I was just thinking, I
1: was like, it sounds like a chapter waiting to happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Well, we have, so we started it with Atlanta. We were, uh, New York city is, is kicking off uh, very soon. So Boston definitely makes sense. I know a lot of people there who aren't necessarily program owners,
0: but who dabble and do mm-hmm. some of it, whether as a, as consultants or as TA leaders. And all these chapters happened organically too, where we just found that there was several members and, and people in employee branding in, in that area. And honestly, that's how, that's how me and Brian met. And, you know, someone was like, Oh, Brian, you should meet will he's kind of doing that stuff too you know 10 years ago and and then we met other people um it's just nice to have that localized community where you can get face to face more regularly than than sort of the annual summits or just online um so that's great it's awesome
1: so in addition i i think it's really cool to get the right people in the room together those conversations that happen just organically it's like okay, we're not alone, right? It's like it's like a, a mini summit uh, every time you have a group of, group of people in a room. And that's the whole philosophy behind it, right? Get the right people in the room, and the the conversations just flow. Their relationships develop, and you get those you get that that feedback. You get that almost uh, career nourishment that you, that you don't necessarily get from just reading a book. You need to do that, right? The information's there, but unless you understand what that knowledge means from somebody's perspective, who's lived it, it's, it's a little bit harder to, to, to grasp that and figure out how you can use it for your, for your own efforts.
0: Yeah, that's great. And Shelly, that's great advice for others too. getting into this is like leverage leverage community, leverage other people that are doing it. Awesome. Well, with that, Shelby, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was awesome to learn a little bit more about you and, and how you started in your employer brand career. And I can't wait to see all the stuff that you and the team at Striker uh, do.
2: Thanks so much for having me on. We'll see you in London.
0: Hey, i see you in London. Hey, fingers and toes crossed. <laughs> Cinder to Neil. <laughs> inspires you in the talent brand space we're always looking for new guests on the talent brand podcast if
1: that's you or you know someone who has an interesting story of how they started on the talent brand path we want to hear about it please reach
0: out to us on twitter facebook or email us at
1: info at and don't forget to follow us on soundcloud itunes
2: or wherever you get your podcast goodness